to welcome to this week's Nine Hertz podcast. It's uh, the uh, return, I guess, but like we always say this, but the return of Amen Acid. Um, that's absolutely brilliant there. Uh, a song called Demon Rider. And um, yeah, I, I couldn't really ask for more from this. I mean, we both loved um, the sort of tracks we've played before and they just keep getting better, I think. Um, this is really sort of, I, I got like cathedral vibes from this, but without the, the sort of comedy, I just thought it was really cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a you know good call. That you know, I, I knew they were good. You know, like like you say, we played checks, especially that paradigm shift release, which I, I've got on vinyl as well actually, but I didn't quite realise they were this good. You know, they 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 had the promise, but it doesn't feel like they've been around too long, and then, and mm. therefore I didn't I didn't imagine they could ever get to you know here the you know the quality of this album so quickly. You know, it's only been two years, and they put out releases in between. You know, there was a. Um, like an ambient psych soundtrack tape release recently as well. So, you know, they're obviously like, overflowing with the need to write and create. Um, and this album, you know, the whole album had me out of my seat with excitement. It was that good. It's it's like a full rounded stoner psych album. You know, it tells tells you it's a special band. You know, like it tells you that when when you're faced with the question of which song you'll play, not am I going to yeah. play a song? <laughs> you know, because um, yeah. it could have been many. It's that kind of perfect pitch of stoner rock and sleazy occultish doom, and then that swarming psychedelic sound which blankets everything. And it's the concoction of that that's key with them, I think, that, you know, there's many bands doing similar, but within one of those sounds, you know, so it's, for example, like, you know, we know there's a lot of occult proto-doom bands, but many of them quickly become hammy. Uh, and Acid, they avoid that trap by by not having any one thing as their sole vibe. You know, it's just this amazing mixture of it all. And the whole album, it just made me happy. Yeah, I think I'd like to go and see these guys, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're playing Boom um, on a night I can't go. But um, yeah, I'm sure they'll be playing again soon. But yeah, what what a um, record and what a sound. Um, and they're from Leeds, which is amazing, because that means mm. we can probably see them at some point soon. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, notice this is mastered by James Plotkin. I think James Plotkin like has mastered um, nearly everything we've played recently. So um, yeah, he, he's uh, becoming the go-to again, which is uh, which is great. Um, yeah, been going for absolutely years. So yeah, uh, if you want to hear more, uh, you can head to um, aimandacid.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album is called Cosmogony. So um, yeah, really looking forward to uh, spinning that again. So as ever, it's an IHS podcast. It's nine amazing tracks that we found through submissions or scouring Bandcamp and associated like new release places all week. Um, next up is something that I think me and Pete are instant fans of, um, a little band called Curataje from uh, Ecuador. And this is just absolutely brilliant. It's got crusty vibes. It's got sludgy vibes. It's fast. It's pissed off. I, I just loved it. Um, mm. Instant buy for me. And um, yeah, I just wish there was more. There's about five or six minutes on this uh, whole release. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, where did you find it? You just happened across it. Um, I think I got sent it. Um, I think right. it came it came through um, on uh, Bandcamp, but I, I don't right. quite know how. <laughs> it's just like yeah. it just well, appeared in my inbox. So, well, yeah, you know, let's be grateful that, that happened. I mean, it, it was fate. Just, it, yeah, I, I put this on. It's first song I put on of your choices, and just amazing. You know, instantly thought it's awesome, absolutely brilliant. It's you know everything about the music. I I love. It's like you say, there's death metal, there's crust, grind, hardcore. It's like all in equal measure as well. And then with a sound so grimy, it'll kind of warm the soul of any sludge fan too, I think. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I can't even be bothered going into more depth in review, really. It's, you know, no comparisons, no fluff. It's just immense and right on my street. And, uh, you know, I'm just grateful for you to bring it to my attention, really. Yeah, I think like that's that's about all I can say about it as well, really. Mm. Um, I can't read um, Spanish especially well, but um, I think they sort of um, they talk about feminism in the description, as far as I can tell. So um, I'd love to know what it all says. I'll probably put it through Google Translate in a bit, but um, yeah, absolutely love this. Um, so the album is called uh, Aloqua Lilith, and uh, you can get this at curataje.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the final closing track. This is Violencia Vicaria. <laughs> just realized it's coming out on um blowjob records <laughs> <laughs> uh, i might i might leave that in <laughs> 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 
So that was Kuratadji from Ecuador. Brilliant stuff there. Um, next up, we've got the amazing Thamas from uh, the Netherlands. Um, now, they've got a new album coming out um, called Sons of the Occult. Um, I, I seem to remember listening to this band before, Pete. I think we might have played something before. but We did, yeah. This, yeah, but this is this is more kind of chilled out and, I don't know, just beautiful. Like, the, the track you've picked is, um, is certainly, like, chilled out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we played them in 2020. It was the the last time, which was into the great unknown, and I loved oh, yes. them then. I, I really, really enjoyed that. And you know, the, the, it's like this pure and heartfelt sound of psychedelic stoner rock. You know, sometimes you know, holy psych, sometimes holy stoner. You know, the majority kind of a combination. If anything, this album's even better. You know, it carries on them same those same good vibes. It's just, but it's packed with brilliant tunes. You know, the proper big songs on this album, you know, like pure kind of songs, the, the stoner rock ones. And you can, you know, you're even thinking of bands like Chuck Fighters and, and Greenleaf. Um, and they're excellent. But it's these checks, the one like the one we're going to play, you know, which have the greater depth of psych. It's like, which are my favorites and my highlights. Um, you know, it brings in obvious nods to bands like Color Haze and their, you know, and their kind of their label, their electro hash label. But ultimately, Damos, it feels like they're bringing something subtly new to the stoner sound. And now, you know, now this is two really strong albums in a row into kind of, you know, into their, you know, their career, their discography. It, it feels like it's marking them out as this, you know, a proper new force within the Euro stoner scene. And yeah, just, and that's brilliant, you know, because this is, you know, this, this is such a great quality and it's what you want to hear from stoner rock in 2022. Definitely. I mean, this, like, it, it gave me like desert rock vibes, but like like you say, there's something under there that's kind of very assuredly cool and and has a bit of a swagger to it. I mean, this this track is very understated, I think, but um, mm. yeah, very very interesting. I'll be um, excited to hear the rest of the record, to be honest. Um, so yeah, you picked a track called Gayota, and like we say, the album's called Sons of the Occult, and uh, you can find this at thamers.bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so that was Thamus. Next up, uh, we've got Codespeaker from Edinburgh. Uh, now, I've heard of this band and I keep hearing great things and I just haven't actually managed to pin them down to listen to them. So there might be um, some tracks out there elsewhere, but it looks like these are their first two releases, really. Um, so they had something out in August called Pyrrhic uh, and this um, new song, Carthage, is, um, yeah, it's kind of blown me away a little bit. I think um, there's quite a lot of um, post-metal that sounds like this, but I think there's something like a, there's like bubbling anger below this one, really. I mean, a lot of the time it can feel like paint by numbers, this, this genre, it really can. And I think this just stuck out to me as something not unique, but just delivered in such a, a fervent emotional way um, that I had to kind of highlight it really, really, really excited about this. Um, what mm. did you make of it, Pete? Yeah. I liked it, you know. I, I really did. There's, there's quite a few um, post metal bands come out of Scotland in recent times. You know, you think of bands like Bosphorus, for example. Um, and more often than not, it feels like they're the ones doing something different and exciting in the scene. You know, when where you know in a scene which does have too many bands who follow the same formula of the bands who started the whole genre twenty years ago. Um, you know, even I like this and. If if I do, you know, I, I usually reserve a lot of apathy towards post metal, and and it's, I think it's that constant barrage of bulky guitars that Code Speaker kind of put forward. It kind of hits you in the chest with a thud, and importantly, it never relents. It, they don't give you any out, so you don't kind of drift off, and it doesn't fall into that usual quiet passage dynamics. You know, you get in post metal. Yeah, it it, it doesn't feel formulaic in any way. Um, and actually, you know, rather than just speak this in the how it's not negative, it's actually really good. It's, it sounds amazing. It sounds really forceful. You know, yeah, really good. You know, like you said, not enough music out there. I really want to kind of find out more about them. So I look forward to kind of whatever comes next. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's one of those names I've heard kind of whispered and, you know, just like mentioned and, and like appearing on flies and things like that. So, yeah, I really wanted to hear them and, and, you know, it just happened to come through this week. So really excited to play this. Um, so you can get this at codespeaker.bandcamp.com. Uh, the track's called Carthage.
Okay, so that was Code Speaker from Edinburgh. Next up, we've got a band called Loggerhead from Seattle. And yeah, I absolutely love this Pete. It's it feels like two songs in one, though, this one. I, I had to check that they'd not like gone on to the next one. But yeah, a song called Tarantula Hawk has to live up to um you know that that ferocious name and it really does doesn't it um mm. exciting like sounds new uh, i don't know there was there was like i don't know, hints at big business here um yeah i just loved it absolutely loved yeah. it yeah me too you know just just a kind of very warming familiar sound you know they self-describe themselves as a primordial stoner sludge on the band camp and that's a that's a decent approximation of what to expect you know it's it's always bright and sprightly, you know, even though it's got this thick tone and, and like girth to it, you know, that, that, you know, truly does fit on the stoner doom axis. Um, and then, and then when the vocals come in, I, you know, it, it's hard to shake. There's like an immediate Matt Pike comparison, but really does that really hurt anyone, especially within our worlds? You know, there are, you know, I think like that first part is very sleep, but then I heard the sword in here as well. I think big business is a good yeah. call, but, yeah, there's bits where it's like it's like Age of Winters, but slowed down. You're like dragged mm. into a, into a doomier sound, and and you know with all that, but you know with all that, it is very familiar. It's it's not tired. It's not in a frustrating, tired kind of way that a lot of stoner rock nowadays can be. It, it it feels fun and fresh. And you know if it is kind of if it does you know recall bands of the past, then it's it's in you know it's a nod to the greats. You know, and you know you just got to enjoy it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, really, really enjoyed this. Um, the um, record's called Terrestrials, and I, I'd urge people to listen to the whole thing because it's just absolutely brilliant. Uh, gather they've emailed us, so thanks for the nod, guys. That's uh, really nice to sort of reach out. So um, yeah, just really excited to play this one. Um, and it was recorded in, in somewhere called uh, Sheffield, Alabama, which is fantastic. What a coincidence. Really cool stuff. So this is Loggerhead. The song's Tarantula Hawk. <laughs>
So that was an excellent new band called Loggerhead. Next up, we've got Interstellar Smoke Records um, with a new uh, album called Shedding the Skin by Beatles Use. Um, this has been recorded by Tom Brook, uh, formerly of CUDA and um, master at uh, yeah Tonehaven Studios in, in Finland. So um, yeah, this is exactly kind of my kind of thing. It's It's very sort of dark, gothic sounding stuff, but like with a, I don't know, like a, maybe a Southern sludge, thing going on underneath what do you reckon Pete? it's hard to pin down isn't it it is I, so much so like I, I heard it when it first ca- first came out um but it didn't click i mean it, it kind of assert a bit but you know so often happens going back reveals a song's worth and thankfully you allowed me you know that opportunity by picking it for the podcast it's it's like this rich concoction of doom elements you know almost a cultish as it creeps around it hasn't got that thick tone you normally associate with Doom. And instead, it's, it's got like a very, very vaguely black metal aesthetic to it almost, and maybe even a bigger slice of post-metal delivery in there. Um, you know, the track is elongated by the kind of the dual demands of post-metal expansionism and Doom's tardy pace. But but yeah, it, it sounds... It's it's hard it is hard to nail down. It's not what you expect at any one point, um, and that's you know that's a, that's a really good thing. That's a strong um, thing to come out with for a band we've not heard before. And you know, as such, I was happy to be brought back to this and listen again because because now I'm looking forward to the whole release. Yeah, to me, it sounds like um, I don't know, like. The, the sort of witches from Macbeth or something just stirring up a cauldron. That's that's the best sort of thing I can come up with. It's just not, it's not a pleasant sound, but it's um, it's intriguing, and I think that's mm. that's kind of why I was drawn to it. So, yeah, really hard to describe. So I think we'll just let people listen to this one. Um, so the record's called Shedding the Skin. Uh, we're going to play a song called Leech. You can get this at Interstellar Smoke Records One
Okay, so that was a new band called Beatles Use. Absolutely amazing. Next up, we've got another Finnish band, actually, uh, called Karaka from a, a sort of town called Juensu. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, but this is a completely different affair. I think it's um, it's crusty. It's unpleasant. Um, it feels like it should be peeled off, off walls. It's, it sounds like, I don't know, just grimy and sticky and horrible. I love it. Um, where did you find this one, Pete? Because, yeah, it's just amazing. I just happened across it. I'm really glad I did. It was, um, you know, it, 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 I haven't heard this style of like blackened crust hybrid done as well, well for a while anyway. You know, there was a period about five, ten years ago, maybe, especially coming out of France, you know, and then bands like Dark Circles from Canada. You know, it's a really kind of like hyperactive scene, completely alive and you know, like with this absolute blistering sound. But I, I hear it less and less nowadays, or at least, you know, in terms of the quality of this. So then when I came across this, I was, I was you know, very, very quickly happy happy I'd done so. Um, it's worth saying, though, you know, it's, 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 like, it's almost like an album of two halves. The first half is as I describe. The second half is more straight up crust. And you can see it in the song lengths, you know, the, the first half are, um, are kind of three, four, five minutes, second half, like, you know, one to two minutes. But it's all good, and especially this opening song, which, which you know, it opens actually relatively subdued, but the intensity is still evident. You know, it's in the vocals, in the crackly production, and then the, you know, of course, the pace ramps up into this absolute whirlwind of of DB of metallic punk, and it's just irresistible. Then, yeah, it's it's certainly special, and it kind of just struck a chord with me, really, like. Um... Yeah, just that that DB is just irresistible sometimes, isn't it? And I think mm. I think that's what kind of drew me in. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed this. And I'm going to listen to the whole thing. I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing yet. So, um, yeah, really excited. Um, so, yeah, the band is Caraca. You can get it at caraca.bandcamp.com. Uh, the EP is called Three, and uh, we're going to play the opening track, which is Sunat.
So that was a band called Caraca. Next up, we've got the return on the podcast of a band called Resin Tomb from Brisbane, Australia. Um, we played um, their debut um, in July 2020, which is, it seems so long ago. But yeah, I think I was taken at the time with the sheer like raucous energy of this, and it's been matched with this new two track thing. Um, they've got a video for the second track, which is called Ascendancy, uh, but we're going to play the opening track, Unconsecrated. I mean, this is like just thoroughly unpleasant like um grimy sounding um deathy stuff pete and I, I think and i think we're probably both fans of this kind of sound yeah oh absolutely you know i, re- I really like them i'd love them from when we played them before which i was looking up before you know it's it was podcast 90 so that's 101 podcasts ago um, wow <laughs> what that's worth um my only excuse for not picking this myself to be honest is that I, I don't. It, it had a scheduled release date, and then it didn't come out. And I kept checking in every day, sadly. And then I gave up, yeah. and it must come out that that the day I gave up on it. And um, uh, thankfully, you've had, you know picked it anyway. So here we are. Uh, that's my excuses out of the way. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really happy they've returned, even if it, you know it is just a two track EP. But hopefully, you know, it's this is a hopefully more to follow. It's on two brilliant labels, which is always a sign of something special. It's on. Uh, a brilliant emperor which is an australian label and total dissonance worship which is the rising u.s label of all things technical and extreme yeah you know the the i, I haven't heard too much of it of of late but there was that kind of burgeoning death doom scene in in australia you know uh, which was so many good releases came out in such a short period and this band feature members of some of those bands like snorlax and siberian hell sounds you know, it could, it could easily, you know, equally be at home on on like throat ruiner as well. It's not unlike bands like, you know, you know, from that peerless French scene. You know, bands like Celeste when they were at the most fierce, and it is, you know, it's completely uncompromising, and it's just like Moorish. You know, as a result, it just you know, you just can't. You just, it's so grimy, but you just can't help kind of you know get attached to it. You know, just hope for hopefully a full length will follow. Yeah, and I think the um, the cover with the Hieronymus Bosch um, like artwork is is just perfect for the sound and and kind of like the vision of this band. Um, just really impressed with this. It's uh, it's out on seven inch as well, which is I guess the the reason for just two songs. But yeah, um, can't wait to hear a full length of this. Um, but yeah, what a treat to to sort of have this just appear again. So yeah, really really exciting. And um, yeah, you can get this at resintomb.bandcamp.com. Uh, this is unconsecrated.
So that was the excellent resin tomb there from Australia. Uh, next up, we've got um, a track uh, from the new Voira record. Uh, this is out on Curse Monk Records. Um, this is absolutely ferocious, Pete, and I, I couldn't get enough of it, really. Um, very much looking forward to listening to the advanced copy that we've been sent. And um, yeah, eternally grateful to Curse Monk for letting us play this ahead of time. Um, yeah, I mean, what can I say about this, Pete? It's, um, yeah, just... I don't know it, it writhes and it, it kind of uh, it has so much dark energy it's um it's almost scary to be honest yeah oh yeah energy is a you know a, a theme I got from this as well um I noticed as well it's not just being released on Curse Monk it's also coming out on Trepanation um Brilliant. so that's you know two uh, pretty much our favorite labels from you know Great Britain and Ireland uh, it's like a double stamp of approval you know it's like a, a lock-in statement of quality yeah I, I love its aggressiveness you know it, it's like it perches upon wires that crisscross between genres as well it's like absolute furious black and hardcore death metal post-metal without being in or you know in any single one of those for too long so what you've got is it, it you know it's, it's taken the best elements from that and you've got a singular sound you know which just belongs to them and it feels like a pure ball of burning energy, you know, like you say. And within that, there's still, you know, obviously there's a lot of anger in there, but there's also emotion in it, which is, you know, it's incredible. It's incredible kind of to feel it so evolved. And, I mean, intensity goes without saying. It's, it's, it's just all the way through. Well, like, you know, it's like I said, the, the cross genre thing is what really got me. You could imagine fans of, like, Armour or Neurosis being into this, of, of, of Hexis fans being into this or like trap yeah. them and Zebalba, you know, those types of any of those, you know, on that range of Banshee, it's all, you know, it's got elements which would, you know, please such a variety of people. And that intensity just pulls, you know, pulls all those elements through. It's just really impressive. Definitely. Yeah. It just feels so aggressive, but it, it like you say, it kind of uh, bridges so many gaps in, in the genre. So, um, yeah, I think we've, we've uncovered something very special here, or at least these labels have. So, um, are they, uh, Russian or are they from yes. that kind of area? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. So yeah, uh, the record's called A Normal Man. Um, and you can get this via cursemonk.bandcamp.com or trepanationrecordings.bandcamp.com. Um, the band is Voira and uh, we're going to play a song called Empty By Myself. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 